Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 25th of May, 2018. This is The Real KNC. Ken Laird. Chris Curtis. Better known as your home for all Captain Hungwell uncensored commentary. Is, is this good? It's not going to be talked about when you don't do a podcast today after the show? Or We've no? got a podcast today. Oh, do? I thought for sure yep. they'd mail in. On, wow, I'm surprised. That won't be discussed. They'll say don't talk about that. Let's get right to that. We had uh, censorship again from uh, Joe Zambrano, our program director, who we love. Joey Zambrano. There was a text from up above that we needed to get some of that off that was... I don't know. Not there may, much. There may be a ban get, on Captain Hunt. Getting what Oh, good. Yeah, let's ban the only uh, the only entertaining caller at the whole goddamn station. Let's have who Ralph from Cranston call friggin' Dale and Keith to talk about the Cavaliers. Who's home tonight? Captain Hugwell, The last time, um, Kevin, from Kevin, Bristol. Kevin Bristol, who was in studio with us once. Great talent. Left the pumpkin. Last night's big winners in the sporting world were the Boston Red Sox fans, who didn't have to watch a gang of underachieving millionaires take a dump on a field and call it baseball. Hey, Mother Nature. Thanks, beautiful. Kirk doesn't love the uh, Morgan Freeman impersonation. No, he did not. No, made that clear. Hello. I'm a man who can get songs done for you. Morgan Freeman. That's right. I'm here with Captain Hungwell. Morgan Freeman's never my favorite. <laughs> uh, favorite. I thought he did a good job reading Jerry's uh, Thanksgiving column. That's fine. The music will be a little softer. The small talk a little quieter. It was not Laurel, but he, he did all right. <laughs> all eyes on you with friends and family. Lining fences and bleachers. Anyway, Kevin in Bristol is a regular, although he's been he's disappeared for a while. We found out why today. Yeah. Good morning, gents. This is Captain Dorian Hungwell, U.S. Oh. Navy. Oh, hello, oh, Captain, Captain Hungwell. Good morning, Captain Hungwell. sir. How are you, well, Jerry? Uh, Jerry, might not get to listen to this. I'm not sure the listeners will, but that's okay. How are you? Very well, very well. I've, I've spent some time abroad. I've been uh, a little time um, undercover, so I've been away. Okay. And, uh, Captain Hungwell was in uh, Spain. He was, Mallorca, hanging out with Jess, Jess Matnansky. I wanted to give some thoughts. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I, I like Michael Michael Matnansky on Kirk and Callahan. I do. Mm-hmm. I prefer him on the overnight, where I can apply hands-on work with the charity that I love. <laughs> yeah. The WWAH, or, or Women's with Absentee Husbands. <laughs> okay, good, <laughs> good. Uh, but you warn him every time to watch the innuendo when he calls in, because now our whole edict is no innu- no sexual innuendo, which, of course, we adhere to strictly on the show. I so want gone. to attack you sexually. Right. It is not our rule. We do not set the rules. We set the dialogue. I can set the dialogue for the city. And Kevin from Bristol calls in, and I say, hi, you know, whatever, the pleasantries. And I, every time I say, can you just do me a favor? Stay within whatever parameters. You know, Kirk loves nestling up to the Dale parameter zone. Parameters that our program director texted us. We can touch on the story. I mean, you know, this is just so stupid. We have set up for the show. Then we get a funny call, 
Everybody laughs, and the show is better for it. We cuddle under the Afghans that I make for <laughs> you. I mean, this is really inappropriate. <laughs> it's just. But what happens the last couple times he calls is he says things that we cannot have on our show, not by our decision, but are just deemed too close to sexual innuendo to be broadcast on the air. In Kevin's defense, when he's Captain Hungwell, the entire call is sexual innuendo. That's the only possible funny nature of the joke. He did his best to sort of hide those, I guess. Anyway, we're going to play it for you here. In the middle of the call, first we had the bodily fluids again. This was what we dumped twice in the last Captain Hungwell appearance. Correct. We take uh, wives, like the lovely self-lubricating Jess. Uh-huh. Yep. We take them for walks. Oh, the self-lubricating. Right. Depending on the tenor and the temperature surrounding the show, the parameters and the words and the innuendo that is allowed it sort of changes. Right. In my opinion, that's in my experience, is that you know if, if everybody's listening, then we got to be really tip-top shape, but other days right, right. this can go, other days that's a no-no, so it's hard for us to understand. So It doesn't get dumped initially, but I'm looking over at you, should we dump it, should we not dump it, and then you're getting a text from Zambrano right. that he's banned. Banned. So then I, I I hit the dump button twice, and basically most of the call is lost. I listened back to what people actually heard. They picked it up with coming in from the rear, actually <laughs> made the air. Oh, good. Coming up from the rear. And then right into the... Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, which Kirk didn't want any part of. So they got, you know, they got the punchline at the beginning, which was good. That was a good line. But they didn't get the juices down the, you know, the, that whole thing. Right, yeah. Jess will just stand up, fruit juices running down her chin. Yep. She might scream out. I was proud of Kirk because he took it all in stride. Yes. He, he was did. not frustrated at all by this. I mean, it's just I like, that you, Bible. Jesus. <laughs> friggin' ag- aggravating. <laughs> One of those days, which then spiraled into uh, attacking an institution, that of Good Weekend. <sighs> Listen, it's the last hour of the week. Thanks. Really? I didn't know that. Boy, you bring so much to the table. Yeah, Is it good the last weekend hour of the week? We have a good weekend coming up before 10 No, we're not, giving the, we're not giving the dummies good weekend this weekend. You understand that? It's not, no. Whoa, 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 nope. whoa, 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 whoa. It's nope. not their fault. That's how it works now. It is not nope. their fault. I, I'm punishing them now for being part of this. Do you understand me? Quite disturbing. We got stuck with the Chris Mannix outro today. <laughs> Let's talk about the... Uh, NBA playoffs with our buddy Chris Mannix from Yahoo. I think Tatum has the the highest ability to improve, especially immediately, because you watch Tatum play, and and it's it's pretty obvious in this series what his biggest weakness is, and that's strength. We all got punished. (laughs) Oh, man. The, by the way, trivia question someday, Maz. Very good. That's correct. The first member on the casting couch. Being down there and listening on demand, and, and, and one of the reasons I wanted to do this show today was just to keep Gary Tangway off the air. Because <laughs> How dare you? I thought it was Pete Shepard. No, no, he day. was day two. But you said earlier in the show that you still stand by that, though. That I stand by what? That he owes you money. Is this what Glenn would do? Stand by what? He, you said no, he owed I you didn't, money? No, I didn't say he owed me money. I didn't say he owed me money. I didn't say he owed me money. It was Mannix okay. day one. That's right. Shepard was the surprise day two, and he actually turned out to be not a bad show. Pete Shepard in with Kirk and Minahan. Kirk Callahan. I've blacked out those days. I wasn't blacked out like other days. Pleasure to be here, Richard. Thank you for having me. But I've blacked out the early days of the show because of the failures I had in getting good people in here. Everything can't be thrown with six Russian cosmonauts and a micro-micrometer. Do you know what that is, Jer? No. Neither do I, but it sounds fast and explosive. <laughs> and he- How do you feel about Good Weekend? I think we'll be, we'll be back safely next week. We did get full board of calls. But we oh, asked for it. We oh, didn't get a sing- look at that. We didn't get a single there are, call There is it, a so full go. bank of phone calls that all want Good Weekend. All right, we'll take all a couple. Five. Joe, how are you? I need... Oh, see, Brian, what's going on? How are you doing dink. today? What a dink. Good. What a dink. Jacob, your thoughts on this? Dink, dink, I... dink, dink, dink. Billy in Manchester. I'm Jim. Ryan and Norton. Good week. So, I mean, we tried. Nobody, nobody had a salient point, so there you go. I don't often get offended by things. That's a lie. But 
with my wife this past week. Somebody had tweeted or texted me something about Good Weekend, and she looked at me and she said, what does that mean? She doesn't, she doesn't even, like, know the two words that are most synonymous with her husband. I know she doesn't listen. I usually take that as, like, you kind of listen, you know. But I guess she really doesn't listen. Oof. And had no idea what Good Weekend meant. And then I have Kirk today saying it's done on the show, and it's a double fucking whammy. It sucks. Jeez, that's going to be an awkward boat ride to Pete down this oh weekend. Oh, my God. Uh, but we did get a full board call, so Kirk's threatened to ban it for six months, I think. I think. I'm going to speak for him. We'll get it back next week. At the heart of today was Kirk v. Brian McGrory in the Boston Globe situation. So uh, this thing has slowly been unraveling the layers of the onion. And how he writes, actually, I'm more interested in the bleepability list compiled by male reporters of the Globe a few years back. It's a listing of the people, a paper's female interns and rates them on, say, the one you'd most want to F and the one you'd least want to F. This is college girls. This is co-eds. And I was told by a source, this is not Howie Carson's Kirk Minahan, Brian McGorry was part of compiling that list and putting it together. Uh, when he was not the editor of the paper at the time. It was years ago, but he was part of the people who put that list together. That's Brian McGorry. That's the guy in charge of the paper. It's interesting looking back at that Mark Arsenault story, as Kirk mentioned on the show today, the, the way he couched or termed the ability list and how that was in the December story. And he phrased it in such a way that it was kind of buried deep within there. And that's sort of the jumping off point because we have to assume that that's the same list that how we think it's the list. Yeah, we're not I mean, quite sure. We don't know. So I'm going through this old Arsenault story and we'll get back to Howie's well. Uh, maybe including Globe Walk, Fine Line, and the Age of Me Too. And I just picked through it. Uh, <clears throat> and you go back to an old story. Some male newsroom employees with I, the Globe's annual group of co- co-ops, college journalism students eager for work, is a dating pool, they recalled. The beat the press stuff, though, I thought was even more remarkable. The Emily Rooney mm-hmm. performance yesterday. So if there are people out there, I think, uh, who, who experience something akin to what Hillary Sargent mm. has been alluding to. Uh, beat the press, like I think, would think like to somebody would have come forward blanks. by now. But. You never oh. know, and you never know what professional... That's so goddamn incredible. Oh, so That's amazing. It's on, That's, the, it's on the Me Too level first, which you just described. The second level is, well, probably... Pro- she sounds like she's saying, well, it probably didn't happen to anyone else. Of course she they is. Come no, forward no, 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 no. She's not saying, like, no, that's exactly what she's saying. Of course, that's only what she's saying. She's trying to dismiss it. Has she ever been on the show? Uh, not during my time. She sort of said she would come on the podcast this week when she was responding to one of our parody accounts, and then <laughs> right, and then I always find this to be a generational divide. Now, like I'll reach out to people, and if they're over, say fifty-five, I, I am, yeah, I, I believe they'll try and use this. I'm traveling; I can't call excuse. Like I'm driving from the days of cell phones, or you know, when you couldn't actually call. En route to somewhere. And she said today that she's unable to call. She's off the day. She has the day off and she's driving. That is the era we live in. I was surprised. I think you mentioned in the office it would have been wise for her to call in. I think so. She sounds terrible in this. Later it began. No, the he, closer he established the... that. Did, that, that did it was he? after she left. Yeah, okay, I, that's, no, that's, no, no, that's not He did say that. It's not clear to me. How many years? Uh, the big boss. He no wasn't. matter. Well, uh, well whatever boss he was at that point. He wasn't a boss. She, okay. That's my point. Well, no, there was a power dynamic there. When she first came. She was not. So are you saying they were equal? They were never equal. No, no, no. But she wasn't at the Globe when they were dating. I mean, Hillary Sargent's take on this. Hillary has contextualized it only in tweets. She hasn't been more. The the boss, I think, would like to. Somebody would have come forward by now. Especially the end sounds awful. You know, again, the shaming.
of uh, potential other victims to this whole thing. But it was an interesting week in the Globe. McGrory's story, of course, we're very involved in this. Kirk did some awesome reporting on this earlier. Scoops! To help fuel this and probably actually get to get it off the ground at all. Right, the Jim O'Sullivan story. The Jim O'Sullivan stuff. Uh, For a while, we weren't quite allowed to talk about it. And Jerry was fully behind that decision, which led to some interesting group texts, which oh, you and man. I were very active in responding to. I, I, my, I thought it was very, very intense from both of us. You took, you took your side. That's fine. Right. I took my side. Yes. You, you aligned yourself. Talk with... to these two if you want to say nobody I responded. Don't, I, don't, I don't care about them. You took the side. You went with Joey and Mark and the whole crew. Right. Not a problem. Right. That's to... fine. Hey. You know, there's two sides to it. I took one side, no, you took not. the other. There's one yes, side there is. to it, and you've, there's not, there's one side to it, and that's okay. No, that's not true. There's two sides. There's not, but that's, yeah. a, but that's all right. Right, I, and, and I think. Curtis thinks it's funny. I'm, you know, sitting there fighting for my life, and he thinks it's funny. You're not fighting for your life. Sure I am. It's oh, not, sure I am. If the other, no, you're you not. You bet I am. If they write the other thing, if, if, absolutely, of course. No, you're not fighting for your life. Of course. Professionally. Oh. Professionally. Okay, professionally. Yes. Yes. What I felt is that I wanted to talk about it. I think it's great radio when we would get more listeners discussing that than whatever else. Even if we do it in a way where it's we can do things, I think, carefully enough, we don't get ourselves into trouble. I think that's the fear of management that is unfounded. We do this better than anybody. This right. is the stuff we do that other people won't do. My instinct is, is to trust Kirk's instincts. Sock puppet. I found that story... Enough to go on, I would have talked about it. But then I think about it, right? So if I respond saying, Kirk's right, what are we doing here, Joe? We should be talking about it. Right. Well, at the same point, Jerry, I'm assuming, has talked to the CEO of the company, and he has information I don't in regards to edicts that we can or can't say. So therefore, it's almost like we don't don't have enough information to weigh in on this. Well, right. But even if, let's say I did that, right? I curry favor with Kirk for about five minutes. Right. Joe, we're talking about this. And what I say has no weight. And I already played this through. If I respond and I say that and Joey says, no, Chris, we can't do it. And then if I don't respond to that, Kirk's going to say, oh, you said one text. You know what I mean? It would never have been enough. Like, (laughs) no matter what I did. You suck, Chris. So I just decided to be uh, Switzerland. I am Switzerland. And Jerry called Kirk. Kirk didn't call him back. You're the puss who wouldn't answer when I called. We were going to talk. About what? It's a waste of time. No, I'm not interested anymore in doing that. I'm not not interested in talking. About what? I think you have to. About what? Talk about the uh, the issue we had. There's no issue. I there's no issue. I'm 100 percent right, and you guys are 100 percent wrong. No, that's 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 that's, that's not true. So, oh, really, really? So there's not two sides. We can't discuss no, it. No, I can't not, debate not, it. No. Who are you, Dale? You don't want to debate no, it? No, I'm not open to having the discussion because it's a waste of time. Okay, fine. I'm, I mean, I am willing. Oh, what's the great? I am fantastic. You're not good. We'll talk about it tomorrow. How's that? Does that sound we good? We talk about we talk about it. We talk about Friday. How's that? I don't want to talk at the break. I'm good. Okay, you're going to do a little Dino? You're going to give me the silent treatment? No, it's fine. I'm just saying I have no desire to discuss it during the break either. Okay, good. We've gone over it. I know where you stand on it, and I you know where I stand on it. You just said I didn't respond. Or Correct, I didn't. and that's all I needed to know, so I'm But good. I did. Right. Very upset at that. He was actually. I think he was bothered by that. Very upset. He's been... Uh, Texting, of course, uh, Mark Hannon, our fine general manager, right. about happy graduations, and you know, I <laughs> uh, forget it. Why don't what you do you just want? Text the boss about how great everything is. Six one seven. Okay. Seven seven nine seven ninety three seven. Hey, no problem, boss. I'll keep my mouth shut. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. The, the, the rebel, Kirk H G D. Happy graduation day. <laughs> Love, Jer. 
617-779-7937. Kirk and the Pussy. We'll can we right congratulate you? What? what? <laughs> and gets back right to him. That's what he expects. You can get right back to him. Now, ironically, Jerry went in for his uh, little tune-up later this week. Yes. I get a text back. Mr. Sock Puppet, none for Curtis. Unbelievable. Again, this is like the second in three weeks you've been bashed by Callahan. Iced out. And I sent him a text. Nothing. Oh, no response. Oh, baby. Well, he's made it clear that you're not you're not valuable. You're Completely, definitely getting iced out. What's going on? I don't know. I, and I had a nice, I had a witty text. I said, "Hey, Jer, hope you're feeling better. Hope everything went well. And I hope you come out sounding like Saucier. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little wit, a little humor. Hope you're doing well. Bupkiss. I think it fell flat. I mean, Nothing. I got basically the same text Kirk did, which is essentially a copy and paste. But that's fine. I mean, at least it, I got something. Right. And he hates you, and I'm supposed to be his, like, forgotten son. Yeah. I love you, Ken. I'm Curtis. But you texted him early, though, so possibly right. the Xanax was at a peak, right. peak level at right. that point. And then later in the day, we probably got into, you know, the uh, the Bud Diesels, so who knows. But uh... Judging by the late-night text to Cheryl, the Xanax might still have been flowing <laughs> last night in, in Maine, but that's okay. Give me five. Two other interesting notes about uh, Jerry this week. Several outbursts, like uh, just some significant <laughs> Jerry drop outbursts, which are great. Great. So <laughs> good. Like a couple weeks ago, he, <laughs> the Let's Talk Socks is excellent because oh. there's a there's a great slam of the desk beforehand. Okay, let's do socks. It's a great Jerry drop. <laughs> the, the, the best one, I don't know if it beats the ones this week, but prior to that was, shut up, let me hear from Kane. <laughs> yeah, Kane was a good one. Oh, shut and up and let's hear from Kane. That is so good. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so serious when he said that. But anyway, what peaked with the great soundbite that you're about to hear, which will, I think, live for quite a while, was Jerry's take on bisexuals and after marriage preference oh my God. choices. See, this one Pope Francis tells the gay man, yeah. God, make just... you, God made you like that and loves you like that. Right. Isn't that nice? Yes, that is. I mean, I'm serious. He did make you like that. Right. I, right. Think, I, don't, th- I don't think... Gay people even dispute that. I don't think there's it. Well, there used to be a term, sexual preference, right, but that's which implied that you preferred that. Right, but that's all. And that does apply to some people because uh, there are, you know, bisexuals. So they. Well, I, I, I still think it's that's still from in their body. They, I know, well, but they have to choose. If you want to be monogamous, you have to choose. So that would be well, a choice. If you have to be monogamous, you can. If you, you have to choose anyway. Correct. So I understand. Well, yeah, no, that's, you don't but that's, choose. But that's not a preference, though. Well, you prefer one or the other. If you if you want to be monogamous and you're bisexual, you have to prefer one over the other, right? No, you have one person in your life. Same right. as you. It's not that's not different. Sure it is. It's a bigger it's a bigger group that you're that you're excluding, but it's still the same. No, it isn't. Not the same. You have to is. choose whether you want to be, you know, heterosexual or homosexual. No, if you you're you bisexual. Can, no, you know, you can be both. Okay, then you not monogamous. No, but you can still be attracted to women if you're uh, if you're a woman and you're with but a man. You, but, but then you would pick one or the other. <laughs> so we eventually got a caller who weighed in on this, which I'm sure management was thrilled. We were doing another segment on this. It was like the day we did the, uh, the BDSM or whatever, the, the sadism uh, What are segment. we doing? <laughs> Chris, what are you doing? The Celtics are in the playoffs. Uh, so, you know, I love those texts from management. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. You hired me. What the hell are they doing? That caller, I don't know. Was he not getting to the point? He was, he was talking about college and what he, he was doing. doing it was like his whole bio. <laughs> Jerry lost his Which mind. led to this. Uh, John, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Good. Good morning. Good, good. So I, I experimented with this in college, and I, I just don't understand your point. So Who, mine or uh, Jerry's? I'm sorry? Mine you experimented or- with what? 
Great drop from Callahan, which we'll live on here for, for I think, a while. That with the kind of cultured Indeed drop from Jerry from a little while ago, which is also a new favorite. Indeed, I would say this. He's really been delivering lately. I love it. Yes. And he's got a, a, a strong affliction for Mark James. Good God, does he love Mark oh James. Oh, my God. Mark the James love and Jerry Callahan, I think, should buy a house together and just move to Maine. That's not it. He went on to, with a caller, and I was guaranteed whatever. We're done. You guys, you 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 don't see the genius in the man. Right, that, that You're can, blind. But you've seen that. that can you're happen. blind. Right. That can happen. Right. I, I discovered him. Someday right. he's going to be this huge star, and you're going to say, I mean, he's like 40, Jerry was right. Well, he's got to sit here first on the show. That's the first step. He's is like 45. He's been like six markets. I, I, I don't no, think he's this, a big This is where it clicks. This is where it clicks. With this, who? The passion of, of Boston with fans. With Dale Arnold and Rich Keefe? The passion of Boston fans meshes with the genius and the energy of Mark James. Sure. I'll see. see. You will see. What show is he going to be on? Um, probably have his own show. I think it's the surpassed Jersey numbers for the affinity <laughs> of topics on the show. I have never wanted to illegally record something more than my conversation with Mark James earlier this week. And I am Mark James. That's Mark with a C James. It was peak Mark James. He's talking to me. He gets right into it. He's like, Minahan is a modern-day Stern. I love the guy. I can take it. I can give it out. I got it. I got it. He's fine. You know, and he's going through this whole spiel about how it doesn't bother him. Oh, let's trade Al Horford, and let's trade uh, Jalen Brown and Sacramento pick next year, and let's get Kawhi Leonard. So he likes us. He likes the show, and uh, it's not his decision, according to him, that it's a Nesson call that he's not been on yet. And uh, he started talking to me about, you know, if he was ever to be at the station full time, you know. Right. Right now we're getting sort of regular mark. Tuca or puka. On Nesson, you get regular mark. On the radio, you get radio mark light. But if, if he was full time at EEI, he told me we would get Mark James Ultra. Whoa. Oh, oh, Ultra Mark James. Ultra Mark James. Verbatim quote. That's like one of the, you download the app, but you have to like pay a couple dollars to get the full version. Right, right. Yeah. So we'd get like. W- Ooh. Where's the power? I got the whole tease of the versions that are out there, the available ones, and I was I was salivating. Going from ballroom dancing to molecular biology. Well, that's something to look forward to. I think he, it's inevitable, right? He'll be on someday. He will be on someday. I think Mark is, you know, biding his time, earning his stripes. Through the prism of the glass half empty? I do think. I mean, he, he said it didn't have anything to do with it, but it has to, I mean, he has to not want to talk about the things that Kirk would, would address with him. I mean, I'm sure that that's an element in this. But. Maybe he does, though. You know, maybe he would bash the Globe for uh, running the quotes, etc. Maybe bash Bradford and uh, Mutt for doing the audio version of it on the air. But I think we run in different circles, and I'm not really sure getting drinks would be a good idea. I really wish you all the best, though. I'll be honest, Alyssa, dot, dot, dot. I'm a network TV anchor. But I think that would be good. I agree. I, I Listen, and as we've said all along, is that if you want to get on, get on the show or you want to have this sort of headache go away, you come in for a half hour with the guys. They're much more relaxed with you. You know, you get it over with, and then, you know, you're part of the family if it works out. If not, you know, at least you came in and you dealt with it. Yeah. Uh, we did not get Mark James, though, this week, so we're left with Mutt, and uh, boy, oh, we had boy. a lot of Mutt lately. We had dead ticket mud on Monday. I didn't tell anyone how to bet the race. See, well, then what's the point of the podcast? Because it's a handicapping podcast. <laughs> After his prickness uh, disaster once again. But, uh, God, today the, the mutt, uh, social media pictures are just uh, I can't are get flying enough. after the uh, admission of thoroughbred donations. We looked at our charity donations last year. You did not give a cent of charity to anybody of the Saratoga Police Department. To uh, nobody. Large, large to, to nobody, right? Uh, thoroughbred aftercare and a couple other ones. But, not, but probably it's not great. What? Thoroughbred aftercare. Is that, are you being serious? Yes. What, what do you mean? 
Like retired horses? Yes. I donate every year. (laughs) (laughs) The ape (laughs) mowing the lawn. Oh, yeah, the lawnmower one. Oh, God. I like working on the lawn. This thing fails, I may start a landscaping company. Uh, I've seen that 600 times in two hours. It is sensational. And I think, you know, it was a big week for Mutt. We got into the the credit card debt. I guarantee you have have credit card debt. I don't. Minimal. 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 How much debt do you have right now? Uh, Like three grand on one card. That's it. Why? Because there were some purchases that had to be made. There were some th- expenses that still so have not been paid. Purchase things it's, you can't afford. Starts with an L, ends with an R, and has a <laughs> Oyer in between. Is what I would say. That's right. I forgot about the debt. Where he he showed his quick math skills on the spot. Three grand. Well, that's gonna you have to pay it off today. Twenty percent. What's twenty percent of three thousand dollars? One fifty. What is 20, a visa? Twenty percent of three thousand dollars is one hundred. No, I'm bucks. sorry. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. No, I'm sorry. Ten, it, six, that doesn't make any sense. Six hundred dollars is not right. That doesn't make sense. It might be right though if you really think about it. That's not right. Okay, but it actually is. But right, it's not right. And then you have he turns on me because I'm just laughing, and he's like, "Your dad thinks you're a charity case." It's like, "Ooh, sick burn." <laughs> does your dad too. consider you a charity fund, Curtis? Absolutely. Or say his, son, his own son? Yeah, I'm sure he does. Yes. Um, it's a great it's, comeback, Mutt. Yeah. Way to go. Go ahead. I, I, I think you would admit that. Curtis, yeah. um, anyway, so yesterday, this sound <laughs> Ken, Ken's just laughing. <laughs> what a great morning. What do you even mean, Mutt? Like, now, <laughs> now Kirk was on your side on that one. I don't know. When Kirk's on my side, you know it's a, a losing battle, Mutt. Well, we're going to get more Mutt next week. Yes. Yes. Um, I can't wait. Possibly four days in a row, right? Yes. Oh, well, we. Well, I think likely four days in a row. Okay. Tuesday through Friday. Kyle Deleuze will be on the board next week. Yes. Kyle Deleuze, yes. My man Kyle, big Young talent, young talent. Kirk turned on him last year when he was an intern at the end of his tenure, but he's over that. Yes. And I think he'll do a good job. I think he'll do a really good job, actually. I'm looking forward to it. He cares. He's invested. And, um, you know, we'll see how it goes. It might even have a little bit of me on the board, so if we're off the air, you know why. All right, baby. Are you got a uh, favorite uh, Mannix uh, drop to end on going out? What's your favorite Mannix moment on the show? Uh, When he hung up. We love Chris Mannix. We love his insight. What? Joey did with Captain Hogwell is worse than what McGorry did. It's worse. No, it's, than, <laughs> yes, in the way it is. Took away entertainment from people. Smiles, laughs. But they'll still get to hear it at some point. The no, whole thing. No, you understand the president is saying there's no good weekend this weekend. Absolutely. Can they there's play no, the full Captain Hogwell call no, on the podcast? We're going to end the show today with a little bit of Mannix from yesterday. Do you understand that one? Oh, good. Okay, good. And the podcast as well. Do you understand? Okay. Sure, sure. Boston, you know, whether it's the playoffs or the regular season with Kyrie, without Kyrie, Um, what they do is they play from behind. Mm. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.